Hey everybody, welcome back to Soccer, Soccer Crush, sponsored by Rock Next Garb. We have another guest today who will be joining us shortly, Catherine from The Plastics. It is an awesome group that focuses on all the things that we like, inclusion, diversity, yeah. quality, allyship. She'll be with us here soon to uh, share her soccer love story and talk about her crushes. I can't wait. She yeah. um, definitely like is a supporter of, of the soccer crush. She really is. She's like, yes, she's I think she was one of her her. first orders too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. And this will be like the first time we've like real life met her. We just yeah. Twitter know each other. Look at our Twitter friends. All 801 of them. I know. Thank you guys. Thanks to all of our new followers and all the people who helped us get new followers. Like Heather O'Reilly. Yeah. And thank you, Ariel Castillo, for engaging with Soccer Crush today. That was exciting. Love it. Love her. It was so fun. So uh, do you guys have any rapid fires? We haven't done this in a minute. If someone else has a rapid fire, then I can think about my rapid fire because I don't have a rapid fire. I have a rapid fire. I do too. Oh, I do too. Okay, you go first. <laughs> Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I feel like these days all the streaming services have no shortage of the Hallmark-esque terrible Christmas movies. Are there any that you particularly enjoy or are there any that you particularly despise? I'm going to answer <laughs> first because my answer will be the shortest. I don't watch any of them. I okay. just... Yeah, I don't like them, but I love them. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so, <laughs> my friend and I, uh, she lives in New York. Last year, we literally watched every single one together. She found the list, I found the illegal streams, and we would watch them together. I haven't mm-hmm. watched many this year. I watched Holiday on Netflix, which was hilarious. I really liked yeah, that. I didn't care for that one as much. You know what? You're wrong, so it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We watched a really, really awful one on Hulu at my parents' house yesterday. It was called The 12 Dogs of Christmas. It was like, it just continued to get more and more. Like they just kept adding in plot points and like making it even more confusing what was going on. It was just, it was very bizarre, but you know, bad in like the the good way. Yeah. Whereas I I feel like Holiday was bad in the bad way. They're all bad, but I love them. They're all bad. So yeah, that was my rapid fire. But you go ahead. Okay, so this is insanely hypothetical. If we had the ability and we would survive and we could travel to any planet in the solar system, let's say it was habitable and you could do it and it's magic, what planet would you want to visit? Neptune. Saturn. The uh, immature child inside of me wants to say Uranus. (laughs) (laughs) The immature child in all of us that giggle at Uranus. But also like Pluto, uh, you just, I feel like it deserves a visit. You know, it gets keeps, it gets promoted. Yeah. That's cool. Why not? So (laughs) with the MLS COVID cup finally to completion, we have not made any transfers. We don't know what anyone's teams look like. So now I need you guys to tell me who's going to win it for 2021. Most off the wall guess, I say Minnesota. FC Cincinnati. Inter Miami. <laughs> We're not Inter Miami. <laughs> We're not talking about the wooden spoons, you guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? Fine. I'm going to go with whatever team has Eric Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> For a second, I was like, who is that? But I just remembered. <laughs> He's not good. <laughs> I'm sticking with FC Cincinnati. This is our year. We got a new stadium. We'll win something. Like we're going to hire new players any day now. I mean, we have to. We have like half a team. We can't yeah. get worse. You're right. You know? And I, I don't know that I have that much room on my uh, wooden spoon cross stitch to keep adding years. So you're gonna have to like upgrade. Upgrade. It's gonna have to be the wooden spoon quilt. Quilts. <laughs> just quilt add yeah. Do like a granny quilt and just add a square for every year. We're not good. It'll be huge. 
Be a beautiful, beautiful quilt. Beautiful yeah. quilt of sadness. Anyone can quilt it. It's us. Right. Well, so I guess MLS. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. It's done. You're welcome. Sure. We supported the crew and that's why they won. We did. Well, I there's quite a bit of arguing on the Twitter amongst our fans over whether or not you are a huge traitor. I have something to say about that. Oh, please. Let's do it. Let's have a trash talk segment right now. I'm so ready for it. A lot of the interactions I was seeing on Twitter was people trolling Columbus fans who were trolling FC Cincinnati's tweet about Go Green Team, correct? And responses were, oh, you care more about our team than your team that's playing tonight. Ha ha, funny. But at the same time, you're spending more time talking about Columbus Crew, which is not your team, than your team. So you're doing the exact same thing. And also, no one is going to tell me how to be a fan, who to be a fan of, or what being a good fan looks like. You can redact it. I'm going to make up my own mind. And you know what? Good for the crew. Their team was almost taken away a few years ago. They killed this season. They murdered us in the COVID cup. We barely came back to life to like punch him in the shin when we won that one time. They've been killing it. Good for them. Them winning doesn't take anything away from us. And us saying good job doesn't take anything away from us because there's nothing to take away because we suck. There really isn't. I feel the same way. Like, I think that it's uh, kind of incredible that they were on the brink of not existing to Mm -hmm. having this moment. And I'm happy for them and their fans. Now, I never want to lose to them again. And I don't care if they win any more cups. But I thought it was kind of exciting for them. I was excited for my brother. Like, he was happy. So, congratulations, Brian. For my bud, Drunken Cruiser. It was a good moment. They got to win at Mob Free, like... I just think that's really cool. Like the last if, match at Montpre was a yeah, win for the cup. If the tables were turned, I would want the rival club in Ohio to be like, you know what? Good for them. They deserve this moment. You don't have to be happy for us. That's fine. But you can acknowledge that it was a good moment. So Beth, can you also tell us about your bud, Drunken Cruiser? How did that yeah. friendship, how's that going? Is he going to come yeah. on? Wait, how's that start and how's it going? I feel like you guys know that I don't like anybody to not like me. Um, and so I, um, I did a little bit of trash talking and trolling and so, but then I like felt bad and like wanted to just like win someone over with kindness. And so I, I, that's what I did. I, um, laughed at drunken cruiser for a while because he commented on a post that Joseph Mamey posted. That was like a video that was doctored to make all the crew's goals look like they were offside. Bad at your job. <laughs> That he was bad at his job, and I asked what his job was, and then he argued with me, and I was like, seriously, what is his job? He makes dumb videos for the internet. Like, I think that he's doing okay. And, um, but yeah, then I just decided to start being nice and win him over with my with Midwestern charm, and it finally worked. And, and then he said he's going to buy me a beer before the next Hell is Real match. Yes. You guys are besties now. Besties. You should make him a cross stitch. Maybe I will. I've been, you know, I've been pumping out the cross stitch designs. And they're all amazing. Thank you. Um, I can't tell you what I'm working on now in case my friend listens, but But I hope Drunken Cruiser will come on sometime and we can, you know. I would love to hear his side of how your friendship started. Yeah. I can't wait to find out what his real name is. Oh, yeah, we don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know his name either, you guys. His initials are like TK on there. Maybe his name is Thomas Kincaid. <laughs> Maybe he's that painter. Maybe he's the painter Thomas Kincaid. Yes. Yep. Yep. Decided. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> name, Thomas Kincaid. Hello, Mr. Painter. Uh, yeah. So I do have a couple of observations from the match. Okay, okay. let's go. Um, my first one is, is that, you know, Columbus really hates Don Garber, right? Because they almost lost their club. Yeah, who, well, so, who doesn't? I feel like um, he's very lucky that was not a full stadium because even with the limited number of fans that were in attendance, um, it sounded like quite a bit of booing happening when he was uh, presenting the trophy, it's which I enjoyed. Fair. Uh, 
And also, where was Seattle? Did they not come? No. I don't know. I, I feel like they I didn't show up. Flummoxed. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Is it flummoxed? Mm-hmm. I was perplexed. Perplexed by how well they did not play in the first half. And then I was like, you know what? They're going to get that halftime proverb and they're going to come out here and they are going to make Columbus work for it. They're going to score and it's going to be toyed. They did not score and it was not toyed. That's right. Um, it wasn't like, it was an entertaining match. To yeah, watch. I very much enjoyed it. Columbus wanted it. You could tell. Oh yeah. Because they scored and they didn't, they did very well. They did do very well. I thought that, yeah, I thought that they played their hearts was, out. And that that is what it has felt like Cincinnati has been missing. Like the that sort of drive and energy and heart. It just felt like it has not been there for us this season. And seeing players have it. It's it's because Emmanuel Ledesma is not on our team. Oh, is that it? Yeah. He, he yeah. took the heart with him when he left. Like pulled it out of the chest. He was just like quarter zone and he had to leave. It's his heart. What were you doing during the matchup, Gina? Uh, I didn't watch it. I went to bed. She needed it. Yeah. My life is a dumpster fire, and I thought I had COVID, but it was just sinuses. So, But it could have been COVID because all of this COVID has the the symptoms of everything. So I felt like garbage. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night to see that Columbus had won, and I was excited, and then I promptly went back to sleep. She had a full belly of breadsticks. We ordered Olive Garden. (laughs) So, you know. I'm sorry you weren't feeling well. It's all right. I lived. um, And, you know, I was excited like I just it's not our fault the match was on at 8 30 that is too late late. normies want to be in bed by nine (laughs) (laughs) on a Saturday on a Saturday yeah yeah we want to just have some wine and we want to go to bed to get a full night of sleep I'm sorry if that makes me boring that I'm boring (laughs) I like my sleep it does make me excited for next season though it was really fun to have somebody who was not Seattle (laughs) Yeah. Or Atlanta win. Yeah. Or yes. <laughs> you know, so like I, it just like at the beginning of a new season, everybody is starting out the same and you all have the same chance. Maybe not us, but everyone else has the same chance. Yeah. I feel like I saw a few like um, player signings for other teams being announced today, but nothing. Apparently we're about to sign Papu Gomez. Oh Yeah. Gomez. Okay. I feel like that was a rumor all of last season. As well. I don't know. I <laughs> honestly, it's really hard for me to like get into MLS when we suck and we watch so much Premier League. I'm like, I just yeah, we're Premier League snobs. I spent a fair bit of my weekend watching, watching Premier League, League. Yeah. which is a good segue to Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> It's what I do, baby. Mm-hmm. None of the top teams did very well this weekend. No. But that's okay. No. You well, win some, you lose some. You draw some. You, some of them have big sexy and therefore are the winners, no matter what the score sheet says, because mm-hmm. we have big sexy. Thank you, Nigerian scams. Yeah. Thank you, Carson, for that suggestion. Yeah. Um, the greatest Twitter account. Carson's if only right. to just call Olivier Giroud big sexy for the rest of my life, worth it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very like identifiable nickname. Like people are going to know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's quite, it's quite fitting. We were it watching is. the match and she looks over at me and she goes, Oh my God. And I was like, what? And she was like, did you see Nigerian scams tweet? Big sexy. And we just weren't delighted. I mean, we died. So. But yeah, we lost. That's okay. That was, that was Liverpool's because had a draw with Fulham. Feels like a loss. Mm-hmm. But we did get to see RLC look beautiful. Yeah, I was watching Fulham and Liverpool with my dad, and I was like, oh, dad, look, it's RLC. He's so handsome. My dad was like, yeah, yeah. And then they showed him, and I was like, dad, that's him. He was like, I thought you said he was good looking. <laughs> like, dad, you have eyes. You can acknowledge that this is a good looking man. <laughs> and he was like, he's okay. Dad. I'm glad he doesn't vote in Crush of the Week. I, right. Would really throw off the should have won. Um, Beth, what matches did you watch? 
Um, I watched, uh, I want to say, pretty much everything on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I missed a little bit of one because I went to go run some errands um, to Brown Bear, you know. Well, that's and, important. Yeah, <laughs> but I missed, I think it was like, uh, oh, what was the second game that day? The 10 o'clock. I missed that one. But I watched the morning game and like the 7.30 game and then um, the rest of the afternoon. So, and then Sunday I slept through at least one. Well, sometimes yeah. you need to. <laughs> I needed to sleep in. I sleep through a lot of MLS, so it's fine. <laughs> um, and then watched most of the rest until I left when the Arsenal um, game was on and went over to my parents and they had Bengals on, which uh, was brutal. Was so, it more brutal than the Arsenal match? Uh, you know what? They might have been the same. <laughs> They're like falling yeah. apart this season. Pretty oh, Hawkeye, you got a GIT. Mm, I did call him that too. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal's uh, struggling. Well, Coach Hawkeye's got to get it together. Does he does he's really good? We'll only have his good looks. Yeah. Well, we need his beauty and his brains and his grace <laughs> to like step it up a little. Arsenal, come on. I mean, I, okay, they don't step it up. Yeah, I know. Bad, like that's even, better for us. An Arsenal fan, <laughs> but. I want Coach Hawkeye to do well because he's hot. Well, it sounds like we wrapped up Premier League pretty well. Yeah. I mean, we covered the things that matter. Big sexy. I will say, I will add one little note about, um, uh, you know, I've talked a little bit about Jurgen Klopp and, you know, I love him and his pressers. Who? Jurgen Klopp. Who? Have I heard that name before? You know it. You know who I mean. Like him? (laughs) I do. I love him. But I uh, feel like he almost was, and I don't want to even say it, almost was a little whiny after this one, like talking about the penalties and stuff. And I'm like, what? I know. Hesitate to even say it. I'm usually such a fan. So mad when Fulham scored. He was like throwing a fit, which a lot of coaches would do in that situation. It, I was watching and I was trying so hard not to laugh because it's not funny. Like he's so passionate. He cares so much. And it's such a visceral reaction. But I was like, oh. sorry. I know he's usually so like jolly. But yeah. like, but when he gets mad, like I have to laugh because it makes me uncomfortable because it scares me. Mm-hmm. I see those veneers coming out and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like all of the teams have had bad calls made against them. All of the teams have maybe not gotten a penalty when they should have. Mm-hmm. Or so, gotten one when they shouldn't have. Just don't think that that can be like your go-to when you have a bad performance like that. Like, and there's are some matches where you can chalk up a decent amount of it to that. There's absolutely matches where there's just bad officiating. See, mm-hmm. 2017 Rochester Rhinos and Guido. There are some matches where it's just bad, mm-hmm. but then there are some matches where you just don't play well, and some of the calls against you are fair, but you don't like them. So. Oh, Champions League was racist again. Again? Yeah. Aren't these people tired of being racist? I feel like it takes so much energy to be so hateful. And this is coming from a hateful person. Yeah. But I'm not racist. So anytime you want to stop doing that, referees, players. Please please do that. There was a ref that said something to him. Coaches walked off. I'm sorry. If you're getting up in Dimba's face, I mean... Homeboy was right. Why do you always say this black coach over here? You're not saying this white coach. You're not saying that white player. So why? 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 There are other ways to signify someone. Was he wearing a hat? What color was his jacket? How tall is he? You could say this tall gentleman over here who is upset by a bad call that I'm making. You ain't got to do all that. It's true. Uh, stop being racist. Yep. Be a better person. Make better life choices. Um, let's see. I saw that Sam Mewis scored this weekend, so that was exciting. Go, ladies. We love her. Killing it at City, she and Rose. I'll have to send you a picture of my new Christmas ornament that is Alex Morgan. <gasps> yeah, you will. That sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. At my parents' house on that tree because we go every year and get a new ornament from Hallmark. Yeah. It's on Kamala, right? 
on, on your tree, Kamala. On tree, Kamala. Yes, we name our Christmas tree every year. And this year, and we have a little tree outside on the porch that sits in a wagon that we're calling Little Little Joe. Oh my God, I love oh, it. I it's perfect. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that they want to adopt a black cat? Good. I hope just saying. I love a black cat. The Bidens. Yeah, the Bidens. Sorry. <laughs> want to adopt a black cat. Not Sam Mewis, but she might. I don't know. That's her business. <laughs> you can name it Barack. Um, I think that's it. That's all yeah. the soccer updates I have. What I about you guys? I don't think I have anything else. I don't think I do. No. I guess it's time to talk tactics. I guess so. Tactic break. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are joined by the baddest bitch on Twitter. The VP baddest the bitch. The VP baddest bitch. The co-baddest <laughs> bitch. The co-bitch in charge. Sorry, Glenn and Peggy. Sorry, Glenn and Peggy. Catherine <laughs> Tucker of the Plastics fame and Premier League fame earlier this week. And she has graced us with her presence and we're very excited. And like Catherine, we like Twitter friended so fast and it was so much fun to have like another person who was like, you know, I love soccer crushes too. And I like, we just drive so well and we're so glad to have you here finally and to talk about your soccer love story and all these fun things. Well, first of all, thank you for letting me beg to be on your podcast and then <laughs> pretending like I didn't beg to be on your podcast, which I absolutely did. Um, I'm like geeking out to be here, as you can probably tell from my voice. We love it. Oh, we're excited. Too. We're excited. So I suppose... If you would like to start, how, what is your soccer love story? How did you get into this? Yeah, um, my soccer love story is actually a soccer revenge story. Um, I was broken up with the week before prom when I was a high school senior by a Chelsea fan. Oh, we're sorry. We're sorry. Do you know how the person drives and where the ball what? Do you know what kind of car this person drives and where they like to park it? Um, I do not, but he's like married to a very lovely woman who has to be married to a Chelsea fan now. So we're all good. Um, and the reason I got into soccer is because like that next week, um, we, it was the, the champions league playoffs, I guess, like semifinal, I think. And Chelsea was playing Barcelona and Barcelona beat Chelsea and I was like I've never felt better in my life this feels like (laughs) and we watched it like in class which in retrospect I'm like what did I learn in high school that we were watching the champions like in class go to that school right (laughs) but uh yeah no so I was like oh this feels awesome I love feeling better than you and not having to (laughs) anything just Lionel Messi makes me feel better than you so I relate to that yeah, so that's kind of how I started watching soccer. I had like, um, my brother is a big Aston Villa fan, and nobody knows why. Like, just one day he was an it, Aston Villa fan. Jack Grealish. Well, the Premier League <laughs> chooses you. You don't choose it. No, it, it mine chose me. It finds you, and then you're stuck with them forever. It feels like Eden so. Hazard. I get it. Eden Hazard chose me. That was the butt that I followed into Premier League. Okay. Wait, what team was he at during the time? Did I make fun of Chelsea fans and you are one? You're okay. Fans. Yeah. It's fine. You're fine. I should have known that. It's okay. That's a Liverpool fan. We're all, we're all, we're all, here. We're all good here. It's we, good. I mean, I'm a Spurs fan. We've never won anything. So, you know. You guys are killing it this season. I know. It makes me so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go wrong. And they're cute. They are. Y'all got son. Yeah, I love him. You He's love like the most precious. Well, your brother randomly finds Aston Villa. Yeah. And then he went away to college. He's like a couple years older than me. And um, his friend was like also in my grade and needed someone to watch soccer with. So we started watching soccer together. And uh, he was a big Spurs fan. And he didn't really like pressure me either way. But it was just like, oh, here's this cute story about Tottenham Hotspur. Like, here's this funny thing that like, maybe you should know. And then all of a sudden, I'm like in love with Spurs. And 
Gareth Bale's like the love of my life. And that's fair. Yeah. So that's how it started. Um, and then just like, you know, from there, I was like, oh, where can I watch this live? And uh, I was living in Salt Lake. So Real Salt Lake was, you know, the thing and, and still is, unfortunately, to this day, the thing that I care about probably way more than I should. That's fair. Oh, we you, you love that. an MLS team that will break your heart. Mm. Oh, yeah. So I mean, relatable. I'm, I'm happy to be here with people who like. Also we, suffer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Please like. Suffer. Well, at least you guys didn't win the wooden spoon this year or last year. That's true. You guys got it last year, right? And, and this, this year. year. And this year? Oh, I'm so sorry. This year doesn't count, though. Listen, we're winners at losing. <laughs> there you go. We're good at something. Plus, like, you have to struggle a little bit before you have that, like, beautiful season where it just all comes together and it feels right and it's just like firing on all cylinders you guys have suffered enough you know everyone hates a team that doesn't suffer Atlanta United oh (laughs) they suffered this last year for Joseph oh they got called out yeah I was watching the uh, Leeds United documentary at Amazon with my sister and there was a, a little old woman being interviewed who was like I've been waiting 30 years for Leeds to be back in the Premier League and my sister was like that's us (laughs) (laughs) like it might be us (laughs) listen i'm of the opinion that mls should just start relegating teams who are bad but not at soccer just like bad teams that no one likes um probably rsl would get relegated and like you know what other teams would be getting relegated this season wow why did i come into this podcast so hot (laughs) it's nycfc they would get can we just do Nashville too? Yeah, oh yeah, because we don't like them. I literally can't name more than three players on Nashville's team. So Walker Zimmerman because he cute. Yeah, like the. Yeah, I think that might be it, guys. Yeah. I mean, I love the city of Nashville, but f your soccer club. Yeah, <laughs> Nashville. I just like. Why are they even a team? And why do they do better than us this year? Well, that's everybody. I'm offended. Walker Zimmerman probably and his like yeah. Christian boy autumn. <laughs> right. Um and then so I read in your your story about Premier League that you got stuck with a whole bunch of Arsenal fans. Yeah. We're sorry, but they seem pretty dope. Like that they, out. Yeah, it it did. They're the dopest. Um I, when I, I moved to Chicago kind of for grad school and kind of because I was like, I hate Utah. I'm done living here forever. Spoiler alert. I moved back last year. (laughs) Um, But when I lived in Chicago, I lived right down the street from the Globe Pub, which is the best soccer bar in the entire world. And if you guys haven't made a trip down yet, when COVID is done, please do. I love Chicago. It's the best. Chicago's such a great city. Um, but yeah, so I, I started going to that bar and there was just like this pack of amazing Arsenal fans who kind of adopted me. Um, I started dating one of them. We're still dating. And uh, yeah, I just ended up hanging out with all these women who like loved Arsenal. And um, actually, there are kind of like close core friend group was a couple of Arsenal fans and um, one Liverpool fan and one Chelsea fan. So, yeah, it worked out really well. Wow. <laughs> How did the um, plastics come to be? Yes. So that's part of it, actually, right, is that that group of um, amazing women. Uh, one of the Arsenal fans was Meredith, who you all might know on Twitter as the soccer dom. <laughs> Not the soccer don, but the soccer dom. <laughs> <laughs> We like her. Oh, very a lot more. What? Yeah, (laughs) we love her a lot more than Don Garber. Oh yeah, I really hope one day MLS accidentally tags her in a tweet instead of Don Garber. That's my goal. (laughs) I like it. That would be amazing. Right. Yes. (laughs) Send everyone to Meredith. (laughs) She's a lot hotter than him. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, that white T-shirt that he wore earlier this season. 
will never leave my brain. So. Oh, is that nipples? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> sorry that I'm sorry for bringing it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Meredith, not Don Garber, and I became really, really close friends, um, partially out of a mutual dislike for Don Garber. <laughs> you no, know, it brings us all together. It's yeah, exactly. Her soccer love story is also a soccer revenge story, but it went the other way for her. She ended up um, an Arsenal fan because a Tottenham fan broke her heart or mm-hmm. just was the worst because men are like that. But um, yeah. yeah, so she and I became really close and we would go to fire matches together and she got involved in like the Section 8 board, which is their supporters group. And it was a really bad experience for her because like soccer communities can be really toxic and there's like a lot that goes into creating a safe and welcoming environment. And she was super burnt out after that. And I was really missing her when I moved back to Utah and she had made some joke that was like, I'm going to start a supporters group called the plastics. And you can only join if you spend at least 45 minutes, like, doing your makeup before the game, which is what she and I would do. Um, Yeah. Like we would always dress up to go to games because that was like our social life, right? That was our whole schedule for the weekend was like, okay, we're going to go to a fire game or we're going to go to the bar to watch premier league. And so like, we didn't have any friends that weren't into soccer. That's like how we saw people. So we'd, we'd dress up cute and then we'd get made fun of. And we were like, really fucking sick of it sorry I, am I allowed to swear on the spot that's fine <laughs> sorry BGN I love you <laughs> yeah so that's kind of where it started like she had made that joke and I was like you should do something with that and she was like Catherine I'm tired and I was like too bad and that's where the plastic started I mean it's such a great organization because mm-hmm. I think there's so many people that also feel that way there's just that toxic environment or those fans telling you how you have to be fans. And it's always men. Always men. And I think that was something exciting for us is the way soccer crush came about is it was, well, everybody loves soccer in a different way. Can we still talk about it in a casual way with our friends? Can women have opinions? No. (laughs) And we all found out that no, we cannot. So like to find other people who are on that same page and into breaking down those barriers and saying, no, we're here and this is our space too. And to make it safe for everybody, like it's so awesome. So like that work is just incredible and we're so into it. Well, the feeling is incredibly mutual like the second I saw soccer crush I was like oh perfect like this is how I like to be a fan and how I get made fun of for being a fan right like you know I listen soccer players are attractive like but everybody was right like you don't have to know all of the tactics and the formations and the history and who was the center back at Liverpool's fifth match 10 years ago I mean you don't know that did you? Ooh. You don't know that. Uh, Beth does know it. She is the queen of That's Liverpool true. trivia. That's right. I know all the trivia. Like, <laughs> we just wanted to create something that was, like, fun and lighthearted where we could talk about matches that we care about and also not be shamed for being like, oh, he cute. Yeah. Because, I mean, I worked for a podcast previously and I had overall a good experience, but it was all dudes it was very tactical and I never really felt like I belonged there because I was like, I don't give a crap about formations. Look at that butt. That butt's going to score a goal. Or she cute because put or some respect cute. on women's soccer too. Like go ladies. Yes. I think sometimes the women are way more they beautiful all, than the men. And nine times out of 10, they play better. Listen, if we were to compare national teams, I think the women oh, win on the women's team would win. every level. It's like they got the trophies, they got the cuties. Like yeah, they, they, got, they have everything. They yeah. have my favorite, Tobin Heath. Yeah. Ooh. She's still my Kristen Press. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Wow. <laughs> um, and our the love of our life, Rose Lavelle, our wow. queen, Cincy's Rose. She mm-hmm. is, I mean, like she's the most famous person from Cincy, right? Like besides yeah, our um, hippo, George Clooney. Oh come on, Rose Lavelle's more famous than George. Yeah, 
Who's George Clooney? Who <laughs> like, is uh, Rose Lavelle, George Clooney, Jerry Springer. Fiona, Fiona the hippo. Jessica Parker. Um, Fiona. 98 degrees. Yeah, we do. Okay. Put respect right. on them. I mean, I would still put that hippo above 98 degrees, but 98 oh, degrees. Oh, that's fair. We agree. We yeah. would rather have her come sing the national anthem than them. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it? Oh my gosh, bring the hippo to a Cincy game. I would, I would love, love to. We talk about it we all, talk the about all the time. Like, where's you? Yes. yes. That would be There's so great. That our supporters sang in the Natty, in the Mighty Natty, we're going to win tonight for a very, very long time. I thought it was in the Natty, the Mighty Natty, Fiona sleeps tonight. <laughs> and I, I think that's better. I think it is definitely more accurate. (laughs) It's more accurate. (laughs) Yona will sleep tonight and we will not win. I'm on the other end of the stadium, so it's hard to do. (laughs) I think it'll be great to like hear people's misheard soccer chants because like there's definitely some where I'm just like, I don't even know what they were saying. (laughs) And I'm just going to make noises that sound like the words. We're just going to make up our own. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. I love uh, it. We have some really fun rapid fire questions for you. Um, they're not all soccer related, but I'd say most of them are. Yeah. So I, do I start? You start. Um, which is your Harry Potter house? Okay, I'm a Slytherin. Okay. And I took the quiz for what your Patronus is. And mine was a snake. And I was like, what are you trying to tell me? <laughs> Well, at least you didn't get a salmon. Did you know that you could get a salmon? <laughs> there was like all these people talking about how they got a salmon Patronus on the quiz. And then my dad got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got a cold mouse and I'm a Slytherin. I'm like, shouldn't I have something like a little bit more badass? But do you know what your Patronus is? Oh, yeah. It was like a Jack Russell Terrier. Mine's like, a husky. A husky. Yeah, so like, cute. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That. No. What one player would you bring to your club if you had unlimited funds and you can pick which club? Okay. So every time I hear you guys ask people this question, I'm like, I'm not going to be boring and say I want Lionel Messi to come to Real. No, but that's fine. We agree. Bring him to Cincinnati. Buy crush kids. Um, so I'm not going to do that because I promised myself I wouldn't, but it's okay. Oh God, this is hard. Um, I think I want Sierra King to come to Real Salt Lake because she can't leave Salt Lake City. I'm sorry. I love of her life. Love her so much. When Carson was on, I was like, do you want to co-vice president or co-president the Sierra King fan club? So if you'd like to be in our fan club, like it's, oh, I'll be the secretary. I'll like take notes. Yeah. She's fantastic. And like, we only got her for a year at the Royals and it wasn't even a year that I could go see the Royals. So she's you know, incredible. Yeah. She's fantastic. And she's better than like half of the players Real Salt Lake has right now. So she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Keep her. We know a little bit of this one, but what is your pre-match ritual? Yes. Okay. So obviously gotta do the hair and makeup um because I always have no other plans except seeing soccer um gotta look cute yeah when it was when I lived in Chicago um which is like the last time I was consistently going to matches because COVID um we would go to the globe have a drink and then get on the bus and go to the tailgate um because Toyota Park where the fire used to play so many things have changed y'all um, <laughs> was like way far outside the city. So we'd have to take a bus because none of us drove. Um, And we'd go to the section eight tailgate and hang out and drink way too many white claws. Um, But now that I live in Salt Lake, I guess the only match I went to my ritual was like, look really cute. And then like stand awkwardly until someone was like, do I know you from Twitter? (laughs) (laughs) Ours are put on sweatpants, sit on couch. Yeah. Now we used to be way more involved, like spend the time doing the hair and makeup, look cute, bam, bam, not shave my legs, Mm. the huge, and then, you know, food. And now it's like couch. Right now it's like, what am I going to order to eat tonight? Cause I'm not cooking during the game. (laughs) Yeah, precisely. Um, 
went to Chicago in 2019 for a game, uh, FC Cincinnati versus the Fire, and we won that game, and Audie scored, which was like a rarity. I remember. Um, but you have much better food options than we have, I have to say. Great food options in the Fire Stadium. Mm-hmm. I hope they bring that to, oh God, Soldier Field? Is that? Yes. <laughs> I've so. only ever seen soccer there, um, so I don't, yeah, it's Soldier Field, right? Yeah, Fire yeah. Stadium? Okay. Yeah. Um, I know you've touched on this, but which clubs do you support? Yeah, um, it's a long list. Um, RIP to the Utah Royals, not them since they're now in Kansas City, which is my nemesis city. Um, No shouts to anyone in Kansas City. (laughs) 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 Let's see. Uh, So Real Salt Lake, um, as far as MLS, I am a secret, not at all secret, worst kept secret um, Seattle Sounders supporter secondarily as well when Real Salt Lake is making me angry. Um, Tottenham Hotspur, um, Barcelona. Oh, geez, there's so many. I you think that's like the main one. Team. Yeah, I the men's and women's national teams, I both watch. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't watch the men because they're bad. And I'm like, mm, they're getting <laughs> better. I like trash and they're getting better. They're getting a lot better. So. I love mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Marino. Exactly. And I want to get into USL. Like I'm, I've never been a big USL person. Sorry okay. to our Cincy fan. Were you guys fans during the USL era as well? Oh yeah. I have been since yeah. day one. That's but what I thought. That's a USL club, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Their fans are incredible. They have Leo Fernandez. They are so much fun to watch and they beat Loserville. Yeah. Just on the West Coast though, you have San Diego Loyal with Landon Donovan. Exactly. Yeah. And we do have the Monarchs here in Mm -hmm. Salt Lake and they won in 2019. So I was like, oh, 2020, I'm going to be a huge Monarchs fan. And then I just forgot that I was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So my my allegiances are still open. Rowdies, I think would be fun because I love that name. Like you can say Tampa Bay. B-A-E. Yeah, we do call them the Tampa Bay. Bays. That's cute. I like that. We really are excited that when it's safe again, we all really want to go to Tampa to like see a match. Mm. So we've mm. been in discussions with some of our homies down there. Nice. You guys had a Tampa Bay fan on just a couple episodes ago, right? Yep. We did. And uh, I call him our pod father. He's our pod father. Because he, like Matt, really opened the door for our podcast, you know, to do BGN and was mm-hmm. like, gave us really like helpful suggestions because we have no clue what we're doing ever. And it was in a very helpful way that was not at all ever condescending or like a well, actually. So they're also really awesome people. Mm-hmm. Well, the pot mm-hmm. always sounds fantastic. I'm so bad at rapid fire. You guys, I keep like interrupting. Doing it. Have a lot of- we're the same way. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think um, next. Yes. What song do you think they should play before matches, like to walk out to? Ooh. That's so good. Um they used to play Fallout Boy at fire matches, which I fo- thought was like so perfect because they're from Chicago and like great pump-up songs. So I'm like, who's from Salt Lake that they could play before a real Salt Lake match? And it's like, no one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hmm. They should play 98 Degrees before FC Cincinnati matches. They absolutely should. There's some good uh, Taylor Swift that would be great before. There we go. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, anything from Reputation, I feel like, is a good pump up song. And also, like, you know, mean. I like kind of her meaner songs on Reputation where she's just like, y'all are trash and I'm great. So. Yeah, I think the reputation would be fantastic. Agree. Just play the whole album during yeah. the album. <laughs> just just the reputation one time through, you know. <laughs> and you know it's time for kick. If we're feeling it. <laughs> All right, Beth. It's my turn. Yes. What is your favorite stadium food? And what food would you add to the menu at your stadium if you could? Okay, so again, I've only been to one Real Salt Lake game since I moved back, and I was away for five years, so I don't really know what their situation is. But in Utah, we have this thing called funeral potatoes, and it's just, like, really good potatoes. (laughs) Um, I don't know why they're called funeral potatoes, probably because, like, Mormon women would bring them to funerals. 
yeah. as like a way of feeding people. So add funeral potatoes and we can call them like whatever other team's funeral potatoes. Oh, I love it. Ooh, right? I love it. Potato. Again, vengeance, my soccer oh, team, I guess. Amazing. Um, them. I want, and you should be able to like add your own toppings, like give it a potato bar, add your yes. own toppings. Oh. I want ghetto on here. Okay. That's what I want. Ooh. Always potatoes. Yes. Um, and then my favorite stadium food is definitely the ice cream nachos at Toyota Park. Ma'am. Yeah. You have those. Tell us more. We're okay. like more right now. <laughs> it's like so- basically kind of like fried chips, but they're kind of sweet. Okay. And then ice cream and just like all the sauces and sprinkles. Oh. They're so adorable. If you're a little bit hungover at a soccer game, um, ice cream nachos and then vodka lemonade, and then you're fine. Okay. Oh, that sounds perfect. I'm here for it. The Chicago Fire don't win very much, so we did a lot of stadium wandering to, like, find the best foods. Lots of walks. We have a hot fudge cake in a cup. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, so... One of our local restaurants is Frisch's and they're one of the sponsors. So when you go into the restaurant, you can get a hot fudge cake, which is like the cake, ice cream, cake, um, whipped cream, hot fudge, hot fudge yeah. and a cherry. But they put it in a cup at the match and it's it's, it's really good. I'm coming to Sensi. Hey. Girl, we you got can join you. us in the Bailey. We got you. I am so excited. <laughs> if you could see any one player live, who would it be? Okay, again, like, yeah, you can say it. It's like, okay. It's messy. It's messy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Duh. I think a lot of people would say that. Or right. you say your boo, Gareth Bale. Yeah, I've actually seen Gareth Bale live when Ooh. he was at Real Madrid. They played the MLS All Stars nice. in Soldier Field. And my boyfriend yelled, get a haircut, Gareth, so loud that Gareth Bale turned around and was like, <laughs> He you can't say that to Why him. Why would he embarrass you like that? <laughs> you should have been like, I don't know him. We're broken up. Do you want to get married? <laughs> right? <laughs> Instant proposal. <laughs> Just like, uh, sorry. Um, no. Yeah, and we were like the only people in MLS jerseys. Everyone else is in a Real Madrid jersey. So everyone's staring at him like, how dare you? <laughs> what are your other favorite podcasts? um related or not yeah uh obviously I gotta say the coolians they're fantastic and they've been super supportive of the plastics since like day one um and they're funny and don't talk about tactics so much that it makes my head hurt which I love um let's see god I have so many faves I like need to open the app right now (laughs) um huh I'm so bad at this, you guys. You're no, fine. you're doing perfect. Okay, so I'm a librarian. So one of my favorite podcasts is actually a podcast called Overdue. And it's these two best friends talking about the books that like you're supposed to have read. Um, but they've been doing it so long that I think they've run out of like classics to read. And they're just both really hilarious in an understated and nerdy way. Um, and it makes me feel like I've read books that I was supposed to have read that I didn't. Um, it's adorable. And let's see. I listen to so many soccer podcasts and I can't, oh God, of course, burn it all down. They are the best. It's, I think their tagline is like, it's the feminist sports podcast you need. So they cover like all sports and they're fantastic. Just like really cool women who are coming from like different perspectives on sports. Like some are academic, some are just like big sports fans. It's so good. That's awesome. Uh, I would totally be into that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm They're making great. a note of all of the podcasts you're recommending. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I need to listen to this. Um, uh, I was in library in high school. I just have to tell you that. You I'm did? Just, oh, I love I feel like there's some overlap between like library people and soccer people that I keep seeing. Okay. When just, I quit, for a new job my sister got my job that's so awesome oh I love that your sister is a Cincy fan too right she is also a Cincy fan yes and has decided recently that she is an Everton fan as well okay so, oh with Dominic Calvert Lewin you guys are like a household divided I love it no it's pretty pretty rough 
Um, do you have any pets? I do. Um, technically, he is my stepdog because uh, he's not mine. Um, but my my boyfriend of God, what four years now, came with a dog. Or I think, Aww. like he, like the dog, he came with the dog. I was like, this dog <laughs> is now my favorite thing in the world. He is a an eleven year old Australian Shepherd named Malarkey. Oh my god, <sighs> love it. He's the cutest thing in the entire world. He often graces my my Twitter feed. So, yeah, I've definitely seen him. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. can confirm he's so adorable. I love him. He's yes. the best thing in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Am I it? Am I the end? I have I have one more left. Okay, I have one left. So we're gonna yeah. Uh, What? Oh, Trisha has got one. Sorry. Ah. Sorry. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) What is your favorite soccer Twitter slash Twitters to follow? Um, obviously you guys, I love you. I love you. Like, I'm not just saying that because I'm on your podcast. I would have said you if someone else on a different podcast had asked me. Um. Because I just like love the vibes of like, hey, we're gonna talk about who's cute and like have yeah. fun with soccer. Because I think a lot of people take the shit too seriously. Yeah, <laughs> it's a game. Do. It's a game. Uh, in the same vein, soccer daddies maybe like you know ripping off your brand a little bit, but they're like, they're we're down. They're also great. <laughs> they do like a little it? more after dark. Sorry. Yeah, I, I was trying to find a nice way of saying like it's a little sexy. <laughs> that we talk about off air. We often joke that we need like a soccer crush after dark segment. Yes, especially when we were talking about big sexy. Yeah, Olivier Giroux. Yeah, mm-hmm. and RLC. We yeah. just we need a minute for that. We <laughs> are also fans of the soccer daddies. Yes, so. Soccer daddies is great. They're they're like for the the more mature audiences <laughs> at times. Um, Eighteen up, yeah. Um, Credit in OnlyFans, we'd all subscribe. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> um, I've obviously got to shout out like my fellow mods in the plastics. Yeah. Uh, if you follow the plastics, you can find all of them. But it's Valeria, Nicole, Mariah, and Meredith. They are all fantastic mostly we talk a little soccer a lot of other stuff but um they're great I I can't like I could go on for 18 years about don't worry what we'll fantastic soccer twitters there are we got characters we got threads <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no um I don't know I feel like I've met so many people through soccer twitter this year uh I have to again shout out like some Utah people because I never do um Lucas Muller took the pictures in the Premier League story about like my like Premier League story he's fantastic he's an RSL fan and a Spurs fan and he also like works on the um RSL affiliate blog the SB Nation one um you know that everyone has one like in MLS um and I never remember soapbox RSL soapbox, um, and basically everyone who works at soapbox is fantastic. So definitely follow them. Um, and check out your story; it was very awesome. Oh, thank you. It was super awkward to do because I'm just like very not used to getting my picture taken. I'm fine taking selfies, and then like someone taking my picture, I'm like immediately a kid on picture day. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Oh, I <laughs> I have to show you. So whenever Trisha tries to take a picture of me, mm-hmm. I have one pose and it's this and I call it tight vagina. <laughs> I love it. Wait, and does it go, go and then your your face face loose vagina? <laughs> okay. I love this. It's like every other picture of her in my phone is either this. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I feel okay. you. Or are you holding up a piece yeah. the size of your face. Yeah. Well. But no, it was an awesome story. And, you know, I think visibility is so important. So, yeah, I that's uh, too slow to get a screenshot of the. Uh... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Beth, don't worry. Trisha has a whole like camera roll of <laughs> me doing this <laughs> different places around Cincinnati. Yes, you're so good. But yeah, no, um, with that story, like one of the things that I've always loved about Soccer Crush is that you guys are like, 
very, you know, non-gender specific about soccer crushes. It's never like, oh, what like boys do you like? Or like, what girls do you like when you have a male guest or someone who identifies as a man as a guest? Um, So I've always loved that about y'all. And I've always felt like super happy listening to this and hearing about your crushes of any gender. You can't assume someone's everybody. Exactly. They crush on everyone. Yeah. Soccer crushes just have a crush. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Soccer crushes just like transcend gender. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes they just have a nice personality. Exactly. Or are Marcus Rashford and do great charity work and are also super crush worthy. I mean just like Julie Ertz. Oh, yes. Ertz so much. Love Julie Ertz. <sighs> we could talk about crushes forever. <laughs> we do talk about them every week. Best. Oh yeah, we do. Do you oh, have- yes, I have one okay. more. Um, what are you into besides soccer? Uh, blank stare. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, part of the reason why I moved back to Utah is because I really love to hike and camp. So like all that outdoorsy stuff, I'm on it. It's my fave. Um, and, you know, obviously I'm a librarian, so I love to read. Um, I'm like kind of an indiscriminate reader. I'll read anything like from just like trashy YA novels to like the things that, you know, you'd expect a librarian to be reading. Um, when are we starting soccer book club? Yeah, dude, I've wanted to do this. And I feel like a lot of people have like thrown around the idea or like started one and it fell apart. So I feel like all of like the soccer book club minds need to get together and just like yes. get organized. Let's do yes. it. Yes, let's do it. I'm we're on it. to a book while working. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading this really good book right now. I think it's called 1366, 13 something among the ultras. Mm-hmm. And it's like about ultra supporters groups and mm-hmm. it's fascinating and just like deeply weird. So we need a soccer book club. Yeah, we do. That's very yeah. interesting. Gina, you have the most important question. I do. So I have the last question. Um, who is your soccer crush slash crushes who are crushworthy? Yeah. Again, like I could just list these for the next three hours. Um, there's something yeah. and we'll just randomly cut you off at some time. So Perfect. Just, Love it. Um, <laughs> and then we fade to black. Yes. <laughs> it's just like scrolling. Um, I have to start with the crush that everyone makes fun of me for the most, which is Clint Dempsey. I think that Clint Dempsey is cute. I think he's hilarious, even though he like does not give interviews, never says anything. I think his rap career is amazing. Clint Dempsey. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We all have a weird crush. Yeah. I mean, Clint Dempsey's my weird crush. Um, in the same vein of like old men where it's like, why are you still playing soccer? Kyle Beckerman got to go with the hometown boy. Um, he's fantastic. Now that he has a haircut, he's crush worthy. Um, you know, I think the haircut just like his face looks normally shaped now. (laughs) Um, which I don't know how his face is still normally shaped after all the like fouls and slide tackles and headbutts that he's, doled out over the years but yeah. um the same way brian mcbride does yeah. not because he's been awesome. yeah. yeah and abby wambach yeah she's true awesome. he's amazing um kristen press is my wife i love her so much i heard that she loves you too yeah <laughs> right like uh if kristen press knew who i was i would probably be terrified because I say how much I love her all the time and how much she's my wife all the time so <laughs> please don't know who I am Kristen Press I hope she doesn't listen <laughs> she might have um, really might. <laughs> right um but she's fantastic and beautiful Sierra yeah. King is too young to be my crush I feel like she's a baby so okay you can still crush her that's fine like our age limit is they have to be born before 2000 yeah okay that's a good age limit not off yeah just for personal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> if you were born after 2000, I like barely think you're a real human, even though you're now 20. <laughs> I'm like, aren't you still in I know, middle we school? We were like born in the 80s, so it's like, this just feels icky. Yeah. Yeah, I was born in 91, so I'm like... Yeah, you're close to us. Yeah, yeah. I'm in that realm of like, wow, soccer players, they keep yeah. getting younger. Why is right. that? Ew. Yeah. 
Um, it's like the quote from uh, Ace and Confused. Like oh my gosh, yes. They stay the same age. It's, uh, it's, it's he, he's like Austin FC's main man now. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which is so bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. So bizarre. I also heard he teaches a class at like UT Austin and he shows up in a black Lincoln that's chauffeured and like yeah, goes yeah. and teaches a class and then leaves in the Lincoln. What is the subject? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think to ask that. It's just math. It's just math class. It's just math on your way. That's why his name is Matthew. Oh. <laughs> Please don't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> We're not anything. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is not my soccer crush. No. <laughs> I would be more worried. About I do that. have a video of him in the Chelsea locker room, though. I would have liked to have been there instead. Wait, what? Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I no. saved it for very reasons. obvious reasons that Mason Mount was not entirely clothed in that okay. for me, but you know. So apparently, he like, there does like soccer. What? He was just there? Yeah, he was just like. You know, hanging, out, hanging out in the locker room. And I was like, what is Matthew McConaughey doing it's at like, Chelsea? What do I have to do to be there? So that's always been my goal is I want to be Rihanna at the 2014 World Cup. Yeah. Like much. Rihanna just showed up being like, soccer? All right. I'm just going to party and hang out with whoever wins the World Cup. Yeah. I probably would have hung out with the Argentinian team instead of the German team. But that's just me. But, I just want to hang out with Rihanna. Yeah, exactly. If it's between soccer and Rihanna, I'm taking Rihanna. I think I'm going to go Rihanna too. She but, is a soccer crush. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah, she's soccer adjacent. It works. <laughs> Wait, can I clear the record on on a, a soccer crush I've been accused of having? Absolutely. Yes. Okay, cool. I wanted to do this on record, like on a recording. <laughs> I have been accused many times of having a crush on Jordan Morris, and this is false. It is not true. <laughs> I do not have a crush on Jordan Morris. Right. Everyone I think he's a perfect rectangle, but he's not a record show. Crush he does not have a crush on Jordan Morris. This is only going to fuel the rumors. I can offer no reason. honest person. We can tell that there is no lie. No. And it's, been, it's been notarized now. Beth just notarized yeah. it. And yeah. I think we would fight for you if we Thank needed you. to. So yeah. we got your back. Absolutely. And Jordan Morris is back. We don't. I love him. Jordan Morris, but yeah. I don't have a crush on him. Okay. Very different. He is free for other people to crush on. Exactly. Yes. If you're into rectangles, he's great. <laughs> you know, that is a shape that he definitely is. I, I agree. That is a great observation. Got a lot of corners. <laughs> I just, yeah, he's somebody's cup of tea. That's what I always say. I'm like, just not mine. Like, somebody's going to find you attractive, just someone's not me. Someone's cup of tea, you ain't got to drink it. Jordan, if you're listening, there's someone out there who has a crush on you. <laughs> there's someone out there. It's probably your fiancé and maybe someone else. <laughs> and probably someone else, too. And and they probably also like your money. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. He's got a cute dog, too, so. So, I mean... Got a lot going for him. It's just, just not my time. Because I liked just their pets before. Not his shape. Yeah, rectangular. Yikes. Um, this has been the most fun ever. And you guys, thank you for letting me beg to come on your podcast. I love all of you. You are all my soccer crushes. Oh, you are soccer crushes. I'm having an emotion. I know. Like, <laughs> you have feelings for 2020. <laughs> But um, thank you so much. Thank you for all the work you're doing for, you know, like visibility and inclusivity and, you know, breaking down any of those stereotypes and those toxic environments and telling the gatekeepers to shove it. I think that just makes the soccer world better. So, um, so thank you. You are totally crush worthy. You're our crush. Yeah. Crush it's a group team. effort and you guys are a big part of that yeah. effort too. So thank you. It's, you know, I love this like girl gang that we have. I know, I'm, I'm having an emotion. It's really kind of revolutionary that, you know, I think that 
women and other marginalized groups of people are definitely going to change the whole like face of soccer. Watch out. We're coming. So, um, but please come back. Yes. <laughs> and I would love to. You need to do any final plugs? Yeah. Who can we plug for you? Yeah. Um, I guess you can follow me, KV underscore Tucker. You know, come disprove that I have a crush on Jordan Morris with me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you should absolutely be following the plastics. It's the plastics underscore SG. Wait, can I check and make sure I got that right? I'm the worst. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's the plastics underscore SG on Twitter and on Instagram. I think we have a Facebook, but we never do anything with it because none of us have Facebook. Um, but definitely follow the plastics as well. Awesome. Um, and we will definitely promote that too. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, ladies. This was so fun. And that is it for today, crushes. We would like to thank Catherine for joining us and sharing her soccer love story with us today. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. You killed it, Beth. Yeah, Yeah, that's the first time I've done it all right. (laughs) A new Crush of the Week poll will be coming your way this weekend. If you have nominations, send them our way. And if you want to come share your soccer love story, DM us. Um, We'd love to have you. And we will be, you know, taking a little break for the holidays, but don't worry. We'd love to schedule you in the new year. Um, Make sure you like, subscribe, rate our podcast on all platforms available. And thank you for listening to Soccer Soccer Crush. Crush.